Good day and welcome to the Good Mood Food podcast called Bite-Sized Advice from a Mama Who's Had a Gutful. And that's me. My name's Mary Kelly and I have had a gutful. And I'm going to tell you all about it today. Okay, I am so excited. This is episode one of my first ever podcast. Where is this going to go? Over the next eight podcasts, I'm going to be talking about health in motherhood. Uh, sometimes we'll deal with the nitty-gritty physiological details stuff on how to heal the body. Uh, sometimes I want to talk to you about the mental health game. Uh, and sometimes I'm going to talk about the spiritual battle too. I'm a Christian woman. I'm pretty upfront about my faith because I believe that God carried me through our journey. And if you're not on the same wavelength, I urge you to stick around anyway. I feel like we're all getting a little too cozy in our own personal sounding chambers. I'm talking about myself as well here, where we only listen to and surround ourselves with points of view that affirm our established position. I feel like we've forgotten the art of exposing ourselves to uncomfortable opinions. But this is how our minds stay open. And you never know, you may glean some useful tips out of the most unlikely places. Uh, and so this very first podcast of mine, I had a good old think about what would be the most important thing that I could say. And I was quite surprised. I was quite surprised by what popped into my brain immediately without even any question. And the word was fear. How in this day and age, we seem to have lost our confidence uh, when it comes to taking risks and uh, and bucking the trend and doing something different and trusting ourselves to be able to do the things that we are constantly told by the news and the politicians and society and sometimes even our friends that we can't do, but but we absolutely can do. So we're going to talk about that because I think when my journey really kicked off in a big way, it was the day that I put fear aside and decided that perfectionism was the thing that was holding me back. It was the It was the thing that was fermenting the fear was that I wasn't going to be able to do it properly. Um, and now I'm, I'm speaking specifically into healing our family with food, but I'm hoping that this uh, goes out to some of you in different areas of your life, that it's not just about the physical healing of the gut. This journey is a remarkable journey of spiritual healing, of reaffirming who you are as a person, of finding where in that bottom drawer are your big girl panties so that you can put them on and shine your light for your family, shine the way in the darkness. Fear is the biggest demotivating factor when it comes to making the big changes uh, that we need to make. So when I talk about fear and perfectionism, what I mean is many of us have, due to the current makeup of our society, we have been told not to do a lot of things. Women are told on a regular subliminal basis not to trust their natural intuition. And even as the world is turning away from suppression of women and their natural intuition, it feels like we're just stepping into a new kind of suppression on how to be a woman, what it is to be a good woman. I suppose I've got to be frank with you. I used to be a feminist and I, I no longer subscribe to the feminist ideologies. I subscribe to the ideology now of every human being needs to be lifted up in their circumstances and according to their own individual identity. And for some of us, that means going back to work to fulfill a purpose that is in your heart. And for others, it means 
staying at home with your family and raising them according to a purpose that is on your heart. And for others, it is both doing a bit of work and a bit of family for the sanity of your brain and for the purpose that God has put on your heart. So I celebrate every journey that every woman chooses based on her understanding of her identity. And the one thing that I really like talking about when it comes to the choices that we make as women in the world today is to really first understand who you are and what you need. Because I, as a Christian woman, believe that God gives our children the mothers that they need. And so we can be the best mothers to those children by fully understanding who we are, because it isn't a coincidence that you are your child's mother. And this is a lesson that I've learned through my children. They have taught me this lesson. Um, so the thing that was always holding me back from my own identity, from understanding my power, uh, was my fear about what the world was going to think about it. There were so many unwritten ground rules. Unwritten ground rules, they're the worst, but they exist and we need to know what they are in order to break them or to navigate our way around them. There were unwritten ground rules about a mother healing her children by using methods that were not prescribed by specialists. The conclusions that I came to when I had to actually detox from the medical system was that I needed to understand who I was and who God had made me because he definitely led me down a road of discovery. And I don't just mean discovery about who I am, but discovery on, in the very literal sense of he showed me that one of the things I love to do is research. I love to research and find answers. And that just because I hadn't sat through a medical degree didn't mean that I wasn't allowed. And I use the word, my fingers are doing little inverted comma things, if you can try and picture that. Was I allowed to to heal my children. And that, that just opened up a whole Pandora's box for me in my brain of where does my freedom begin and where does it end in terms of mothering my children? And I realized that we are actually free. We are free to parent our kids how we want. I am, of course, talking about within the law, but the law is broad and we live in a democratic society and it's a, it's, it's a marvel and we shouldn't take it for granted. The thing that has happened, though, is we've been convinced that we aren't allowed to do this. And that's when I when I refer to mothers losing confidence, I think as communities, we've lost confidence. And often when we lose confidence in our choices and what is the best thing for our kids, we tend towards risk avoidance. That's the direction we go in because it's until we get our confidence back, we just want to avoid any risk because we don't want to mess things up. These are our precious children. Erring on the side of caution is what we are told is always the better option. Uh, and I, I don't agree with that anymore. I, I think that we are falling into a trap of becoming so risk averse that we are teaching our kids how to be afraid. You know, they talked about the the rate of anxiety and depression amongst children skyrocketing. And I think, well, if you think about it, even me, I'm, I'm a fairly risk intuitive mother. I like to find risks that my kids can take to help them grow after a period of growth in this area. But even I am constantly saying to them, oh, be careful, watch out for that. Don't do that. That's going to cause a mess. And so the the voice that my kids, that all our kids hear in their head a lot is don't trust anybody and be afraid of pretty much everything. And I know that this isn't much about food, but it's just this is a foundational podcast that I want to just encourage you as mothers to to watch your words. They are so powerful around your children. And while you are learning to be more of a risk assessor than a risk avoider, 
And while you are learning to overcome your own fears and uh, perhaps your own lack of confidence in how you mother your kids and father your kids, I always talk to the mothers and I'm sorry, fathers, I know you're out there and listening. So I just I honor you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. You are welcome here. <laughs> while you're learning your confidence and learning what it is that you have power to do. I urge you to just watch your words around your kids and and watch how you speak to them. Because if you're a kid and you've only got, say, eight years of life experience and you're constantly hearing that you need to be afraid of things in the world, that is going to affect your mood and how you see the world. You're going to be worried. We had that experience with a son who was anaphylactic to the world. He was so sick and so allergic to everything and was constantly hearing how something that he couldn't just eat what he wanted because that might make him very, very sick. And so you can imagine there was a lot of psychology that went into the healing of Danny's body. Uh, it wasn't just about healing uh, the gut. It was about healing all the damage that the disease had done to his mind as well. Uh, the lies that had kind of taken root in his head that he needed to be afraid all the time. And I know we're getting there with him, but it still comes up. It still comes up. And so now I'm very, very cautious about the words that I use around my kids because I understand that words, wow, they they carry with them a lot of power. And so if I'm going to use words around my kids, I'm going to use words that call out their awesome and their heart and their kindness. And I'm going to call out powerful words over them instead of powerless words. And this does not happen all the time because I too have a hot temper. One thing I discovered was the minute you start looking at the world as if you don't need to avoid every risk, you don't need to be afraid of everything, that actually your job um, as a parent is to teach your kids to be independent of you. And fear doesn't teach that. Fear teaches them to rely on you for everything. So when you when you click that actually, oh, I need I need to loosen these reins a bit. Then you start to analyze the world through um, eyes of, of not of perfectionism. Perfectionism actually speaks to risk avoidance because it says, I don't want to make any mistakes. I don't want to stuff this up. And the best way to avoid making mistakes is to avoid risk. And, you know, there's a, there's a grain of truth in that. But we're seeing now, we're seeing the impact of risk avoidance as Kids are growing up with anxiety, but also without the skills to navigate their way through relationship difficulties, or even just to do the hard stuff, to to navigate their way through making the difficult choice to heal their bodies. You know, we're seeing it more and more in society that uh, the biggest risk is actually avoiding risk. So these are all great little sound bites of bumper stickers that you oh, feel free to print them out and put them on the back of your car. But what do we actually do about it? If you're a naturally anxious person or um, somebody who's grown up avoiding risk, how do you suddenly start taking risks? And I think let's let's not go all the way there yet. Let's just start with breaking down the spirit of perfectionism over people because I want you to really think about what it means. If you are a perfectionist and you say that about yourself, you speak it over yourself, I want you to stop doing that. And I want you to rather think about the fact that if you are if your goal is perfectionism, it's an unattainable goal. You will always fail uh, because we're humans and we aren't perfect. And that was never the intention for us to be perfect. So when you describe yourself as a perfectionist and you just and you think about the choices that you have to make as, well, if I can't do it perfectly, I don't want to do it. Um, all you're doing is putting a big full stop on your life and on your growth. And there are other words that you can use, uh, which are almost the same, but they just 
they're not dysfunctional. They're functional and they're identifiers of, of growth. And those words are, instead of perfectionism, let's seek excellence. Now, the definition of excellence, this might not actually be the definition, just so you know, this is my definition, but let's just say it's the definition, okay, uh, for the purposes of this podcast. The definition of excellence is doing the very best that you can with what you have. For example, I am a mum of three kids. I have a farm. I have 21 animals, 24 if you include the children. In my care, I run my own business. I cannot do what a single 25-year-old woman can do. I don't have the same hours in the day, but I can do the very best for my family with the hours that I have and the energy I have and the health that I have. So that is excellence versus perfectionism. The best thing that anyone ever told me with regards to perfectionism versus excellent was stop trying to control things and rather try and influence things. I've said this before in the past in posts on my page and and blogs that I've written, but it really has been foundational for my forward movement and for all the goals that we have kicked as a family in terms of healing our bodies and also releasing our minds from toxic fear and big full stops or um, spiritual struggles is I'm not actually in control. God's in control of my life because that is how I live my life. And if he is in control, then my job is to influence the outcomes in the best way that I can with what I've got. Uh, Straight away, the pressure, oh, the pressure lifts because if your goal is healing and you're a perfectionist, then you are not going to be happy with the slow progress. If your goal is healing and you are aiming to influence your health, you are going to be happy with every tiny little win. You're going to celebrate it. There's going to be a joyful outlook on every single gain that you make as opposed to feeling like you're constantly failing. That is my first podcast, done and dusted. Thank you for joining me. I just want to reach out to you all and say, don't be afraid. Fear stems from believing that you are in control of all of this or that it is your fault that your family might be sick or you are sick. It's not your fault. You are not in control. You are an influencer and just focus on influencing your family's health and your health excellently. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Head over to my website, www.goodmoodfood.net.au for a goldmine of information, including eBooks on how to heal with food. And while you're there, check out my handmade range of Good Mood Food Soul Balms. Honestly, the best way to detox your medicine cabinet. See you next time.